0: Hey everyone, welcome to DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, uh, the Lady Wrestle Zone's very own podcast of best talk discussions of pro wrestling such as AEW, NXT, MLW, and NWA, and many much more. So today's uh, discussion on this episode, uh, I'm going to talk about the recent AEW Dynamite and NXT where they had the NXT Year End Awards. And, of course, uh, a couple of news updates that I'm going to throw in for all of you. Now, um, it started out for AEW and Dynamite with the recap of 2019. It's recall from the time it got launched to the first pay-per-view and Double or Nothing, uh, Fighter Fest, uh, Fight for the Fallen, and All Out to the very first episode of Dynamite, Full Gear, and all this other stuff. But the first match they started out was Cody Rhodes. Alongside the new mem- new uh, staff of AEW, the Enforcer, original member of the Four Horsemen, Arn Anderson, who now plays head coach and manager of the Nightmare Family, and he was facing off against Darby Allen. Now, this match was already been set about two two or three weeks ago. As you recall, Cody and Darby Allen were in a match back in Fighter Fest, and They ended up in a time limit draw. No one won this match. Now, prior before this, Darby Allin said to Cody, he'll be his partner with him against the Butcher, the Blade. If they win, he wants a rematch from Fighter Fest. And, of course, Cody had no problem at all uh, giving him that what he wants. He said, let's make it happen. So, of course, the first match of of 2020... uh, was Darby Allen versus Cody. Now, this was a great match. As always, Dar- uh, Aubrey Edwards was the referee for this one. I like it. It was great. You know, she, I, she always does some of these type of matches when it comes to Cody or Darby Allen. Since I know that Aubrey Edwards and Darby Allen are from Seattle. But I loved it. It was a great match. I enjoyed it. But, of course, like, there has to be a winner for this one. The winner turns out to be Cody. It was great. Arn Anderson played a good role as a head coach on this one. Then there was an interview with SCU talking about what's their plans for 2020. And then they get interrupted by Sammy Guevara saying that those titles belong to the proud and powerful. And of course, he got in the head of uh, Christopher Daniels over his botch in that match against Pentagon at full gear. Which, if you guys saw what happened, it was so crazy how it went. And, you know, Daniels has that mentality in his head about that. So, he walked away. Now, the next match that we jumped into was um, a four-way, a fatal four-way match for the AEW Women's Championship match with Rio as the, as the champion, Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose. Now, as you all recall, this match was supposed to be Rio versus Chris Satlander, but... Prior before this show, um, this day, uh, Chris Sandlander already talked about being committed to another event with Bar Wrestling. And, of course, Tony Khan gave her permission to do this one. And they were going to give her the match next week. Whoever wins this Fatal 4-Way match between these four ladies. But it was a great match, I have to say. I mean, they're they're trying to set up a priority to make a strong women's division. Like any other promotion we've seen. Especially with NXT and... I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And, of course, Nyla Rose put, um, what's her name, Hikaru Shida through the table. I'm like, dang, you know, she means business. And, um, of course, the winner of this match was Rio. But Nyla Rose was not done. She put Rio through a table. But the the situation was, would she be all right? Before uh before next week against her match against Chris Satlander and we just gotta wait and see. Then we jump in with an interview with Joey Janella. He was about to talk until he got a low blow from P- uh Penelope Ford, and out of nowhere here comes super bad Kip Sabian, like all happy that he got what he deserved or some type of thing. I don't know what was that all about, but I'm assuming this could be a new rivalry that... They're going to put in. If you guys don't know in real life. Penelope Ford is re- really dating. Kip Savage, But in the past she did date Joey Janella. But we just got to wait and see how this goes. What story they're going to throw in with this robbery. I'm, I'm kind of interested on this one. Then there was a promo with Dark Order. Now some people are a big spectacle about Dark Order. For a while now since they first appeared. But now they're throwing something I didn't expect. Now... Much like any stable faction, we've seen where there's always a mastermind behind the stable faction. Like, if you recall the NWO, how they first started out, you see Scott Hall and Nash, the Outsiders, and they have a third partner to be involved, and that third partner turned out to be Hulk Hogan. No one saw that one coming, and I'm assuming we may get something similar of that, because we've seen that with many stable factions over the years, you know, in WWE, TNA, WCW, that type of thing. But uh yeah, I'm really interested to find out who's behind the Dark Order. Then we had the next match with John Moxley versus Trent alongside Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Now I was completely interested because as you know, Orange Cassidy always gets in the face of the opponents of Trent, you know? <laughs> he had his hands in the pockets, but John Moxley did the same thing too. But I was sold on it. And, of course, the winner for this one was John Moxley. Now, pr- while he was celebrating, here comes Sammy Guevara coming through the audience. Now, Sammy wasn't there to fight him. He was trying to remind him that the offer still stands of him to join the inner circle. And Jericho showed up saying that he's willing to just uh, to, uh, give him a, uh, a good offer, saying he'll give him 49% of the inner circle name. And, of course... A Ferrari with the plates already has Mox in it. Now the reason this is happening with this story is because Moxley is the number one contender to face Jericho for the AEW World Title. Now the reason this is happening, Jericho is not doesn't want to put his title on. He wants to still be champion. So he knew he can get Jericho. Um, I mean Moxley involved to get him in, and he can forget about being champion to face him. But, of course, Moxley said that he still got some thinking to do, but he'll make his final decision next week. And we're all holding our breath to see how this one turns out. While he left, Sammy still stayed in the ring because he was in the match against Dustin Rhodes. Now, month, a while ago, Sammy and Jake Hagar attacked Dustin Rhodes and broke his hand by slamming the door of a limo right to his hand. And, of course, Dustin wanted not want he was really strong in this match. I mean, he was doing techniques that I didn't think he would do. I mean, this is something what Sammy would do, but I'd expect him. But you know, and the one thing that was, uh, that I did, I was like thinking is this: here comes Hagar trying to run interference, but I was like thinking Luchasaurus should come out because they still have unfinished business, you know, since last year. But of course, Sammy. Won the victory, making another solid win for the Inner Circle. Now, there was a segment they throw in on this one with Private Party... Where they're having a little hard time with Hangman Page's drinking habit. You know, he's like acting like a one of those bitter... Old men or bitter people... Drinking as heavily as there shouldn't be. But, yeah. Then we had MJF coming out with Warlow. Because he said two weeks ago he has stipulations for Cody... That he wanted for him to have a match together. Now he didn't say the days on that day. He wanted to say it for this particular day. He said he has three stipulations. One, no touching him prior before the next pay-per-view revolution. Two, he must face Wardlow in a cage match. Yeah, I can see that. And three, ten lashes. Which is kind of interesting to see. But we just gotta wait and see if Cody accepts these requests, because I know he's trying to get his hands on them. And then we get a recap from two weeks ago, where Jungle Boy was facing Chris Jericho in a ten-minute, uh, a ten-minute time limit. Even though it was a great match to see Jungle Boy facing Jericho, Jer- when the when the time went off, Jericho thought he won and he was not happy. He's saying that he has to win, so he requested a five-minute, but. He didn't win. He claims he did. He has he has that delusion of grandeur as a character. But after this uh, recap, the interview, the dress express, they were talking about Jungle Boy, see how he felt, even though he's looking great, that he can't wait to see what's going to happen for 2020. Then we jump in with an interview with Riho. Uh, of course, Michael Nakasawa was there to translate. Now, before she said anything, Britt Baker still has a problem with Rio. Now, as you all don't know, Rio wasn't. Around ever since she won the title, uh, she hasn't been much in uh, Dynamite. The reason behind that is that she was in Japan, putting a, a f- being booked for Stardom, and she's been participating with Stardom for a while now. And uh, how do I say this? Britt Baker is seems trying to make a point, saying that she's a fighting person, being there, being at Dynamite all week, well, for every week, and it's true. I think people maybe starting to uh, starting to question that. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind Rio's a great athlete, a great wrestler to be in in Dynamite, but in AEW. But there's always those storylines to fit in. Then we go with our main event, the Elite versus Lucha Brothers and Pac. It was a great match. I love this one. A six man tag team match. I love it. I-, I didn't know how Pac would coincide with the lucha brothers but they went great i don't know if they should form a stable faction Pac and the lucha brothers i don't know what do you guys think should we see a stable faction between the lucha brothers and Pac? i'm i'm down to see it but as the elite they're all are still the elite cody came out to celebrate when the the elite won the match and even invited handman but he's just handman saying i wasn't there i wasn't doing anything So, but there is a sign indication with Pangman that he could become heel in this, in the near future. But we just gotta wait and see what's gonna happen for this. Now, that's it for the A W Dynamite show. Let's talk about NXT Year End Award. As you know, they always do this every year, uh, you know all this. But they recap much of 2019 for this one. So they started out with the. With a um, with an NXT takeover that took place on June 1st, 2019, this one was for the it, uh, was a fatal four-way ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championship that were vacant thanks to the Viking Raiders, or or uh, as they were known earlier at the time, War Raiders. This match consisted of sp- Street Profits, Angelo. Uh, Dawkins, Montes Ford, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch. the Undispeed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, and of course, the front grandson, Wesley Blake, and Steve Cutler. This was an insane ladder match. This was great. I, I love this one, because I've always been a fan of the tag team. Now, right now, the, the NXT tag team division is right now in a stalemate, because... There haven't been good tag team division for a while now. But, of course, this one was great. I love what Street Profit were throwing. I saw what Forgotten Son were trying to do to win it. it. Was And, of course, Undisputed Era always trying to make sure they win this one. But, of course, this one, uh, I hadn't seen the match, but I love it. Uh, Street Profits took the victory on this one. It was more of a recap who was one of the best tag teams. Now, they jump in with the first award, Tag Team of the Year. Here are the people who were in it. Street Profits. Uh, Grizzly Young Veterans. Uh, Viking Raiders. Uh, Mark Andrew and Flash Morgan Webster. And Undisputed Era. And the winners are Undisputed Era. Then they jump in with Male Competitor of the Year. And here were the nominees. Adam Cole. Walter. Johnny Gargano. Valveteen Dream. Tyler Bate and Tomasa Champa. The winner for this award... Adam Cole. And then we had... Female Competitor of the Year. Here are the nominees. Shayna Baszler. Ayo Shirai. Tony Storm. Kaylee Ray. Bianca Belair. And Rhea Ripley. And the winner for this award... Shayna Baszler. Now, we had this award. They had have, they have this award called... Robbery of the Year. Now, there was one robbery I did heard was... Ayo Shirai versus Candice LeRae. But it didn't happen... The winner for that one is Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, which was great. And then they actually showed a video of the women's war game match that took place not too long ago. And it was, I, I have to say the women's division for the NXT is doing great. I, I love what they did for the for the war games. I just can't wait to see what the women's division can do for this year for the N, in the NXT brand. Now the next award was the future star of the year. Here's the nominees. Kushida, Zaya Lee, Bronson Reed, Tiga Knox, Dakota Kai, Ejai Droganov, Azale Swerve Scott, Tainara, and Cameron Grimes. And the winner for this award was Dakota Kai. Now, this was interesting. Dakota Kai won this award because she turned heel during the War Games, which was unexpected. But, of course, we loved it. And then they had this thing called the Takeover of the Year. And the winner for that was this past War Games course where we have for the very first time ever Women's War Games. Uh, It was a great one. And then the the next award was Breakout Star of the Year. Now here are the nominees. Damian Priest. Piper uh, Nevin. Dominic Dijakovic. Angel Garza. Joe Coffey. Keith Lee. Candice LeRae. Matt Riddle and Rare Ripley, and the winner of the breakout, breakout Star of the Year, Keith Lee. I mean, Keith Lee, oh man, he impresses me a lot. I love Keith Lee. He's great. I love what he he contributes with WWE. I love it. Then they have Match of the Year, which was Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, that took place on April 5th of 2019. And then they had the Overall Competitor of the Year, Between Shayna Baszler and uh, Adam Cole, they showed. And the winner is Adam Cole. So that's what happened with NXT. So basically, they had the NXT year-end award. So let's do... The final thing I want to do is the news update. Um, Right now, I've been hearing about trademark names that have been filed by two different wrestlers. One was from Killer Cross. Now, if you all know now, Killer Cross is a free agent. So basically, it's still unclear where is he going to go. Since he got released from Impact. Now, WWE are trying to find a way to block AW from signing him. And, of course, right now there's been talk that uh, Killer Cross is going to be making some appearances at MLW. But he has been making appearances at AAA. Now, it's still unclear what's going to happen. I know there's no doubt in mind. WWE would love to have him. They need a guy. But they don't want him to be in NXT. From what I'm understanding, they want him in the main roster. But we just got to wait and see. And the second person who filed the trademark name was Drew Gulak. Now, he filed the trademark name of a stable faction called Catchpoint. Now, this stable faction was around and evolved from 2012 to 2015. And had many other wrestlers such as Matt Riddle. um, Who else was in it? A few others. But yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's like everybody wants to file a trademark name on this one, but I'm really interested to see because I heard that uh, Drew Gulag is planning is on his way out on, from WWE. We just got to wait and see. Now, the last thing I want to talk about for the news update: uh, it appears that Imp, um, Impact Wrestling offered a partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but it turned out they turned uh, New Japan actually turned them down. Now, the reason they turned them down not because they uh, Impact Wrestling's parent company owns Access TV since starting this year. Um, New Japan are no longer broadcasting any live shows in the U.S. or They really want them to be part of it, but New Japan turned them down. But they had forgotten the last time they had some of their stars. They never treat them great, and that person was Okada. Uh, it bucks talk about that because they said they took care of them. And I don't know what kind of problems they had with them, but we'll see. But I'm excited. Now, uh, before I go, guys, I want to give the last message uh, here. Hope you guys are ready for New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's on the the 4th and 5th of January. These matches are going to take place. Now, uh... If you guys want to watch this please subscribe uh subscribe to New Japan uh, NJPW World Live on Demand. It's only like $10. I don't know how much that is in yen, but it's great. Hope you guys get to watch it. I'm going to watch it all. Uh I know my friend Nico is going to watch it and i have some fr- friends who are going to watch it too. So watch Wrestle Kingdom is going to be great. But I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah! And have a nice day. Bang.